guys, welcome back to another episode of A Little Spice. Woo! This is me, George. And me, Solomon. And today we're going to talk about being single and being in a relationship. Ooh. Now, basically what you're saying is we're going to talk about being content in your singleness mm-hmm. and being content in your relationship. There's no really a right or wrong thing. Mm-hmm. And if you're wondering who's going to be vindicating what, well, I'll be vouching for all your single people. Yeah. And George will be... I'll be talking about people who are in a relationship and are happy. Mm, okay. And this is not a debate, right? So we're not going to no, see which yeah. is better. It's just about benefits of being single and content, benefits of being in a happy relationship. That's right. right. So there's no wrong or right, but we're just going to get into it. Mm-hmm. And my credentials are, I'm currently single and content as far as I understand it. Although I have been in relationships, so I'm not a complete you know, greenie. George, what are your credentials? Me? Well, I have been in a relationship for about four years. So just so you all know that I'm actually planning to get married end of this year. Whee! Yay! Yay! Lot of money! <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So I have, and I've also been single. So, you know, in case anyone's wondering, I did not come what? out of the womb. <laughs> yeah, you I weren't born married? Unfortunately, no. But Destined from birth. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a thing, by the way. No, no. Oh, let's talk about being single. Okay, my forte. <laughs> okay, so the benefits of being single. Again, this is not com- uh, making a comparison. It's just trying to be trying to see what we have as being single and content, right? The first one that comes to mind for me is having a looser schedule or having more flexibility. You have more time to be whatever you want to be. You want to be random, you can be random. You want to be rigid, you can be rigid. You want to be free, you can be free. You want to get yourself busy, you can get yourself busy. You don't need um, to notify somebody else what you plan to do. Even if you live with your parents, which a lot of single people do, they usually give you your space to be you. You just got to do your part around the house, do your chores, then it's your time. You can do what you want. and I'm, again, not comparing, but saying that single people should embrace this freedom a bit more and be happy with it and understand that people who are in a relationship have it different, right? You should know. Yeah, yeah. So what's it like when it comes to that whole idea of flexibility in a relationship? I think when it comes to being flexible, I think that you can be your own person mm-hmm. and you can be who you are. But at the same time, right, you have to think of the other person. Mm you have to put their needs above yours. I right. think the cornerstone to a successful marriage is that, is compromise. Compromise, not communication, as some people would say. Well, I mean, they both start with C, okay? They're so both important. Same, same, but different. Uh-huh. Yes, so communicate. Sorry, see, now I'm... Oh, I've got, no. I've got John. I got him. Got him. Compromise, but here's the thing, right? A lot of people assume that compromise means you just give in. Mm. When I completely disagree with that. Right. I think that compromise is about putting the other person's needs above yours. So what's exactly the difference, if you could give me an example, between uh, compromise and giving in? So compromise is when you understand that person's needs, Mm -hmm. you know, and you put that person's need above yours because you care and love that person. Whereas um, the second... Giving in? Giving in is just like you're trying to avoid a fight. Uh, you're trying to you're not understanding the scenario but mm. probably that person is being air quotes here difficult mm. that's why you're just giving uh, in okay okay so in the sense compromise is like i said earlier putting the other person's needs 
above yours. It doesn't matter where you're the guy or the girl. Mm-hmm. You got to put the other person's needs above yours. And in that way, you fulfill the other person as well as yourself. Mm-hmm. Now, to give a little, like, a little story time to this is that, so my fiancé and I, we are living together. Right? And when we just started living together, she used to do this thing where once the trash is full, she'll tie the trash up, leave it at the front door. And I would, uh, sorry, then she would later throw it away. Mm. And this used to irk me. It irked me because I come from a poor neighborhood. And living in a flat, people used to do that. They would just leave their trash all around the place. Mm -hmm. And seeing her do that reminded me of that time. It just took you back there? Yeah. And it made me feel like I did not move up in life. And so that it affected, it's a small thing, but it affected me in such a big way that I had a conversation with her and I told her, please don't do this. This is how it makes me feel. And she understood, Mm -hmm. you know, and she was like, okay, I will not do it again. And I don't blame her. It's not her fault. Like, because, you know, you, she had the mindset of I'll tie the trash Mm -hmm. as I'm going out. When I'm going out, I'll take it and throw it. Mm -hmm. And so what happened was we then talked about how she should wait until I come home Mm. and then once she ties the trash I will throw it away Mm. you know so it's easier it doesn't trouble her then you know but at the same time you know it makes me feel calm and at peace and things like that so there's a compromise in that sense she compromised by not doing it Mm. And I compromised by taking out the trash. Right. It definitely wasn't a giving in scenario because a giving in scenario would be either her saying, okay, fine, I'll just throw the trash and not keep it outside, bypassing the entire problem. Yeah. Or it would be you saying, don't touch the trash at all, I'll handle the trash. Right. But it's somehow you meet halfway mm-hmm. and she does half the job, which is to wait for you to come home, pack the trash, and then pass it to you, you, the, you do the other half, taking it, throwing it away, and you still manage to make it work. Yeah, so that is compromise. Mm. Because I'm understanding her needs and she's understanding my needs. Okay. And I feel like that is the whole thing in life, like mm. with your spouse. That's how it should be. Right. You should be able to communicate and explain why you want things done a certain way or it's affecting you. Right. And your spouse should understand no matter how childish it is they should still understand and then both of you find a workaround yeah towards it. i remember a funny story i don't know if it's true or not but this is funny um the wife was no the husband was frustrated with the wife because the wife would squeeze the toothpaste from the middle yes, yes. and the husband would want it squeezed from the bottom up you know, mm-hmm. so if you squeeze it from the middle, it disrupts the whole bottom to top process, right? Correct, yeah. And so the husband would get so frustrated and the wife took this to the counsellor and the counsellor just says, get another uh, get another tube of toothpaste. He, he can have his, you can have yours. And it's like, take that tube of toothpaste, run around the house and say, this is mine, this is mine. <laughs> and it's like, I, mean, I guess the point is that the solution could be so simple yeah. and sometimes such a mountain out of a molehill, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But compromise is probably that, yeah, what fixes that. Correct. So again, like, just to reiterate that compromise is not giving in. Mm. And compromise is like finding a way to work with the issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So another point of being single, uh, another benefit. So this is probably how it's going to play out. I'm going to say a benefit and George is probably going to 
address that similar issue, just how it would be approached in a relationship point of view. Mm. So one of it is money. When you're single, you have more control over your money. Or at least you have the free will to spend as you choose <laughs> without having to go through somebody else. Mm-hmm. Now, that is something that I think single people should embrace and enjoy as well because you are spending for yourself. Now, that, are, that doesn't mean that there aren't times that you will be spending for somebody else, but more or less, your money is yours. You get to do what you right. want with it, when you want with it, however you want with it. Of course, you bear the consequences <laughs> of your actions, but you have that sort of feeling of independence. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But that doesn't mean that there aren't benefits in terms of finance in a relationship. Yes, I agree. Um, first of all, I one of the things that I think I took for granted was my finances when I was single. Like I would splurge because you nobody was depending on you, you right. know, and so you would buy things and you'd waste money. Like I, I spend money on the weirdest and most useless things, and I loved it. Yes, I mean I would regret it after looking at my bank account. <laughs> looking back over the years, I regret it, <laughs> but in that moment, I enjoyed it. Because your money was yours, hundred percent of your paycheck was yours, Mm -hmm. you know. But I think that when you're in a relationship, the money becomes a different factor, and collectively you have more money because you and your spouse, you're working, your money is together, so Mm -hmm. you know things are not as expensive. Mm -hmm. So um, just to give you a story of how it's like, Steph and I have this rule. If we spend anything more than a hundred ringgit, it needs to be discussed first. Okay. So when we say spend more than a hundred ringgit, we're not talking about like food, groceries, uh, or things that are needed around the house, like right. or presents not for essential. each other. Yeah. So say for an example, I recently bought myself an Xbox. Mm. That was a discussion that I had with Steph, mm. and we had to talk about it, and like you know, because it's like two thousand ringgit. Is it worth the buy? Because I already have a PS4. Mm. You know, how did you swindle that? How did you manage <laughs> that? <laughs> to be fair, see, again, compromise. Mm. Steph knows how much I love gaming. Right. And therefore, she understands that buying this mm. is not going to just sit and collect dust. I am going to play with it. And it was within your means of expense, right? Correct. If it wasn't, and if she had said no, and if mm. you had understood why, would you have been okay to just yeah. compromise? Yes. There's many times that one of us wanted something and the other one was like no i don't see the value in it or maybe not now uh, so we never cut the other person off we never be like no you're not getting it at mm-hmm. all no what we do was we like okay mm-hmm. let's see and for big things we were like let's give it some time mm-hmm. so steph and i had did, had this discussion at least six months in advance and six months yeah and i did the research I like compared it to the Xbox Series S, to mm. the PS5, you know, and I saw what was available. And yes, I could have gotten the Xbox Series X, which was about like 2008. Mm. Sorry, the Xbox that I have now is about 1005. Right. The full spec one was about 2800. I see. You know, and I realized that I did not need a full spec thing, mm-hmm. and this was sufficient. So all these things were discussed. and. There are times where Steph has wanted to bought, sorry, Steph has wanted to buy art material because mm. she's a big art Huge person. Huge art junkie. Yeah. No? And there are times that we could afford it. Sure, get it. Mm. Times we can't. 
it's okay. Mm. You know, so you collectively have more money, but you also have to think about the other person so you cannot right. simply spend. Right. Like, I can't go and just randomly buy a car. Because mm-hmm. right? <laughs> I think she would like slaughter me. Really? Not because I bought the car, but because the discussion was not there. Mm. Now, I feel that a lot of times I have seen in a relationship where the girl is like, my money is my money, mm. or your money is my money. Mm. Even the guy, it happens. Right. Now, this for me is a red flag. Because it's not a partnership. Right. It's more of just like, I want to spend. Or if you or your spouse is expecting the other person to spend money on you all the time, like they have to buy you with gifts and things like that, I feel like that's a very dangerous game to play. Mm. Because you are not just expecting to be treated well. You're expecting the person to have that financial standing all the time. Well, right. There will be times where the person will not, mm. you know? And you need to be able to push that aside because is that what your relationship is based on? Right. You're looking for a camaraderie, right? You're not yeah. looking for a one-sided, I spend on you, you do nothing yeah. kind of agreement. And it works both ways, you know? And you need to be upfront. I think this is a conversation a lot of couples do not have about like, oh, okay, this is how much I make, this is how much I can spend, mm. you know? a good Another good example is I have to pay for my studies. Right. So we cannot go gallivanting as often as we want yeah. because our finances need to be put aside for my education. Right. No. Do people find it difficult to kind of adjust? Because I feel like these things ought to be obvious, like, hey, this person is spending more on their studies or there's a wedding coming up or you're planning your engagement or you have a child on the way. Do people still try to be so nonchalant about their spending even when they know expenses has gone up? I think yes. Because it, it means giving up a certain lifestyle. Mm. And it's very hard for people to give up that lifestyle. Especially if you have to come down. That means if you are living a good life and you are spending 5,000 ringgit a day mm-hmm. and doing all the things and the shopping and the traveling that you want and suddenly, bam, you can't do it. Mm-hmm. That is a challenge. Right. Because you are so accustomed to that lifestyle. Right. Okay. So yeah. one more point about benefits of being single is, and this one I think it's going to be hard for you to find a counterpoint for this. It's more, you're allowed to take more risks. You mm-hmm. can risk things in life a little bit more and a little bit more frivolously uh, without having to bear too much of a consequence, especially when it comes to someone else that you're responsible for, yeah. right? You're only responsible for yourself. So whether you suddenly choose to go backpacking around uh, the world or you choose to <laughs> quit your job to try um, to just stay at home for a couple of months because mm-hmm. you feel burnt out or you choose to change careers or you choose to live abroad for a couple of months just to see what it's like to have this new change in atmosphere um, or you want to take up a new hobby that's probably going to be expensive, you have the money to spend on it. Yeah. How would you, I mean, okay, I shouldn't, pose that question to you, but I guess this is just one of the things that single people can be content with, mm-hmm, yeah. this having this option of making taking these risks, yeah. right, without thinking about, oh, I'm responsible for this other person and I shouldn't just throw security out of the window for some uh, pleasure or for some risk. I think that it is like... Yeah, you have to consider a lot more when you're with somebody, especially if you're in a serious relationship or you're in a marriage or you're heading that way. 
because it's no more just about you yeah right and yeah when you're single when i was single many times i've been like oh, like i planned the night before mm-hmm. i'm going for a holiday tell my boss hey i can't come in for the next <laughs> few days i book a flight and i go somewhere <laughs> like yeah. it's fine doing that when you're single mm. but when again like you said you're not accountable to anyone yeah right you can do what you want it's like my money i do whatever i want yeah where else in a relationship because you can't be doing that because wait i need to gather my thoughts mm-hmm. it'll confuse you okay you can't be doing that because another person is depending on you right i can't just randomly tell steph i'm going for a holiday <laughs> bye <laughs> like i'll come back to an empty yeah, house <laughs> come back to an empty house right? you know and you yeah i feel like it stifles a lot of people mm. when you realize that you cannot you don't have all this freedom but these things can be sorted out with a conversation right you know um one thing steph and i did before we even started dating so a little back story we were friends for a year and then we started dating mm. and i still remember that night that you know we decided okay we're going to start dating we had a conversation we had a conversation about our dreams mm. we had a conversation about where we are heading in life mm. you know uh what kind of where our boundaries are with certain things mm. what lines can we cross what lines we cannot cross at all mm. you know and like for example one of those lines was religion mm. like our religion is a big part of who we are you know so that's a line that we will not cross mm. you know um what's another thing what our passion and our dream mm. so both of us wanted to work with kids mm. like we knew from the get go that's what we want right okay you know because right if steph told me oh i want to go to africa and open up a cafe there and i'm like oh but i want to work with children in malaysia mm. it's not going to work out right right so you got to have the same dreams and aspirations mm. you know and you got to be able to say no deny certain pleasures that you could do as a single person and be okay with it if you are not okay with it i don't think you're ready to be in a relationship mm. wow well, yeah very true okay so it's been me and then you back and forth how about you take over this time and tell me a benefit of being in a relationship i think one of the main benefits to me is that you have somebody to share your dreams mm. and your struggles okay um you know you get to speak to that person about things that inspire you a lot of times i feel as in my experience as a single person that is not that's not something that happens very often rarely are that people genuinely excited about your dreams mm-hmm. you know True. and gen gen no why am i saying gen pula <laughs> sorry gen z what i'm going to say is normally people don't really push you as hard for you to achieve your dreams like there are people who will push you don't get me wrong you know family friends they they will cheer you and all that but when it comes to the nitty gritty i feel like only your spouse mm. can push you to get that is Not it because they know you so well or is it because they have such an investment in you i think it's the second thing they have such an investment in you mm. and they are wanting you to succeed for you you know and they see the struggle the day to day struggle a lot of people don't see the day to day struggle mm-hmm. they don't see the again air quotes hustle lifestyle right. you know where else your spouse does mm-hmm. and 
you know they are the ones who when you feel like you cannot do it they're going to be like no you can do it i have your back you know mm-hmm. they are the ones who are going to push you they are the ones who are going to support you and may, it may not be financially but it will be emotionally mm-hmm. physically you know they will support you in any way that they can so would you say there's a stronger sense of empathy from a spouse than let's say from a friend or family yes because the spouse you are with the spouse all the time mm. you know and you see your op- not op- i don't know why i wanted to say opponent <laughs> <laughs> you see your <laughs> rival uh, you want to smack them <laughs> no, when you see your spouse as a person who's trying and mm. you want to help them because a lot of times friends i mean friends are there for the good times and the bad times but they sometimes they don't see the day to day they don't see the those nights where you are crying because you can't do it or you don't know how to overcome this obstacle where's your spouse this right and your spouse will work hard mm. to work with you to achieve that goal mm-hmm. i think another thing is your struggles right. when you are struggling with something and your spouse knows it they will help you with it okay you know they are going to support you with it whether it's like emotional trauma mm. or you're trying to break a habit your spouse is going to be there to be like let's work this out let's handle it mm. let's deal with it well since you brought up emotional one of my points about the benefits of being single is i wrote it here as emotional responsibility or the lack thereof so i'm going to label it as <laughs> emotional irresponsibility you <laughs> i wrote it here you have the chance to be a wreck <laughs> in <laughs> <laughs> emotional wreck is it it's hard enough dealing with one emotional wreck try to <laughs> i mean i guess my point is more like you have time to break down you have yeah. time to figure things out on your own and you don't have to keep your act together as often and i feel a kind of uh not burden but a responsibility if you're in a relationship to not be down as much and to try to cope quicker but as a single person you're given more time to stew in it not that that's a good thing but that's just something that i think could be a benefit of being single where you have more time to introspect more time to be a little bit of a mess and then you sort of pick yourself up out of it mm. i mean okay but I, <laughs> i'm sorry i disagree with you there because i feel that even if you're in a relationship and a good and loving relationship you don't always need to have your stuff together mm. you can break down you can have a you know a mental day a mental health day you can um you know not have your stuff together again it comes back to putting your needs above the other person right oh uh, sorry put in no not don't put your needs i mean i i interpreted <laughs> that as you intended even though i heard it the wrong way Keep, i know what you meant yeah. yeah so the other person's needs come before your right. needs so it works both ways uh-huh. you know if your spouse is having a bad day they should be allowed to have a bad day mm. and you should try to help them through mm. same way if i'm having a bad day steph allows me to have the bad day you know but she's after a while she's like Okay, what can I do to make it better? Let's work on it, you know. And if need be, put me in my place and be like, "Hey, enough is enough. Mm. Let's back up." And you know. So sometimes 
it's not just about letting you give in right. sometimes it's about waking you up and true getting your stuff together true which is where my mom comes into the picture when it comes to me breaking down but anyway but there is a catch 22 to that though if you're in a relationship and you both break down at the same time then what that has happened uh-huh. and you break down together and i feel like it's better how <laughs> <laughs> do you get two tubs of ice cream out of the <laughs> fridge <laughs> like probably but when when both of you are breaking down especially if you're breaking down over the same thing it's also a kind of support a catharsis because yeah. of like ah i empathize you're going through it. okay okay yeah so it works you know you have a mental breakdown mm. your spouse has a mental breakdown mm. hey it's a pity party <laughs> <laughs> i pat you on the back you pat me on the back so i feel like that i hope that answers your question about being emotionally inappropriate it, it no. emotionally <laughs> irresponsible yeah 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 it, it does i mean, I, st- i still um enjoy the fact that sometimes i do break down for an extended period of time and i would feel bad if there was someone relying on me and i'm not able to pick myself up immediately and so i enjoy the fact that right now there is a moment to be content in the fact that i can be mm-hmm. by myself but at the same time i understand that if you do get into a relationship please don't do that like don't go a wall right <laughs> like make sure the other person is involved in your breakdown right yeah. in some capacity i think it's hard to do that in the beginning it's probably hard mm. because you are in a way morphing into something mm-hmm. you know and trying to support the other person and be there for that person you can be the person who's having the breakdown or you're dealing with you're dealing with your spouse who's having the breakdown mm-hmm. it it is not easy and it's work you you got to put in the effort right you got to like help the person and you will fail mm-hmm. you know you will fail trying to cheer the person up or look at the bright side you know you, you're going to fail yeah but that don't mean you give up right and once your spouse mm-hmm. has overcome that emotional blubber mm-hmm. you then need to like hey if you're sad except what can i do to help you Right. Like it's always that mindset of what can I do mm. to help. Right. Never the oh you're sad so get over it. No, mm. it's what can you do. So the intention is to always serve not to be served. Correct. You always uh you always need to be serving. Mm-hmm. It's it is in the service industry. <laughs> Somebody once told me this, I don't know who, but it's like you when you're in a relationship, you're in the service industry. Mm. If you and if you find it hard to do that then maybe you need to either work on it or see are you ready for a relationship mm. i think that falls in line with our faith where it says in the bible if you want to be the greatest be the least and serve others yeah right and i think that applies to a relationship as well okay that's pretty cool so i hope you guys enjoyed some of the points that we brought up about the benefits of being <laughs> content and single versus the benefits of being in a relationship again this is this was never a contest to begin with there's always going to be single people there are always going to be mm-hmm. people in a relationship yeah. and i think it is when you start to learn to be content in your singleness is when you're more and more prepared to be in a relationship would you agree with that yes definitely i feel that as some an advice i always give my friends if you cannot enjoy a holiday 
as a single person then we are not relation not ready for relationship hmm oh interesting okay so these are our thoughts after listening into our episode we hope you find happiness either in your singleness or in your relationship let us know what you think is critical for contentment whether you're single whether you're in a relationship in the comments check out our socials and have a great week bye see ya